This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 17th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters, Mike Pompeo decides not to run for president. Maybe he found the interest did not exist for a successful presidential run. Or, he figures he is unlikely to win and is laying back to be part of the new team. Or, he may be one of several Republicans who are reluctant to take a fire at running in hopes that a smaller field will yield a non-Trump candidate. I think it's that last one. I see a piece in The Guardian from former Labor Secretary Robert Reich with the title, The Republican Party is Hurtling Towards Fascism. Yeah, right. I'm not going to read the piece. I will share that a key clue to determining who is more fascist is to observe which group suppresses speech and forces a narrative to be accepted. Note the article below on required DEI training. It is being reported that the Chinese government's foreign minister said he hopes Germany would support efforts at reunification with Taiwan like China supported reunification between East and West Germany. I think that is an equine of a different hue. East and West Germany wanted to be re reunited. In fact, I think East Germany was begging for reunification. Anheuser-Busch came out with an unabashedly patriotic red, white, and blue ad with Clydesdales. Too soon. Your longtime customers are still pissed, and now you may piss off the woke folks. At least two of them probably drink AB beer. Moving on. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas married Ginny Thomas in 1984. The Washington Post is reporting that since 2007, the couple has received money from Ginger Holding LLC, but has not reported it on required government forms. Not tax forms, disclosure forms. Wow, that sounds bad. What else is revealed, you may ask? Well, the good justice has been reporting income since then for a firm that stopped operating in 2006. The firm that stopped operating in 2006 was Ginger Limited Partnership and was created in 1982. Per the Washington Post, the partners in that firm were Ginny Thomas, her parents, and three siblings, though Ginny Thomas was not Ginny Thomas at the time. She had not yet married Clarence Thomas. Since Ginny Thomas was born in 1957, I'm guessing her parents were in their 80s in 2006. Maybe they died and it was deemed uh, appropriate to dissolve the old partnership and start a new one. Maybe there is something deep and nefarious going on, but I doubt it. I really doubt it. Sounds like on the disclosure form, they kept reporting the income as received from Ginger Limited Partnership and not the new firm of Ginger Holding LLC. If that is the case, then the Democratic-controlled media should be embarrassed. Not because they are blatantly biased. We know they are blatantly biased, but because they suck at it. But hey, I bet they feel whatever it takes to get a conservative black justice impeached or to resign. I linked to a Fox News article by Taylor Penley titled, Teachers Ordered by Obama-Appointed Judge to Pay $300,000 After Opposing DEI Training, Unprecedented Ruling. One of the teachers identified a few things she objected to. The teachers opposed the training that allegedly contained content, forcing them to place themselves on an impression oppression matrix. And since they are white, 
the only options involved saying they were racist. Force them to expose personal details. The training said, quote, if we believed in a colorblind America, it told us that we are white supremacists. And it really just felt like there was no hope and that the wheels had come off the bus of what our job as educators was. They claimed they were forced to say speech that they disagreed with. The teachers sued for $1 as they did not want money. They just wanted not to have to take the course as written. They lost and were told to pay over $300,000 in attorney fees to the opposition. I suggest you listen to the lady in the article. Norway has a wealth tax and recently decided to increase it. My understanding is the local government can tax wealthy people, though the threshold sounds more like middle class to me, up to 0.7% and the national government taxes at 0.3% for the middle class and then 0.4% of wealth for the truly, truly rich. Not income, wealth. What is a wealthy person? At the current exchange rate, the tax is levied for individuals with assets over $164,000 and $329,000 for a couple. The extra 0.1% kicks in at about $1.9 and $3.8 million, respectively. Since wealth includes equity and property or money and savings or investments, I bet a lot of people get sucked into this tax. And this tax has caused Norway to lose quite a bit of tax revenue because the uber-rich are moving out. Per the linked article in The Guardian by Rupert Neat, quote, more than 30 Norwegian billionaires and multimillionaires left Norway in 2022, according to research by the newspaper Dagens Næringsliv. This was more than the total number of super-rich who left the country during the previous 13 years, it added, end quote. Norway loses not just the wealth tax, but the income tax that they would have paid. What I really found interesting was the play of a small city called Bo in Vesterlen. They only charge a 0.2% municipal tax. You might say they're leaving on money on the table by not taxing the full 0.7% that they are allowed. Not so. A number of very rich folks are now calling it home. I think this is a good example that when government imposes on the people, the people figure out how to react. Not th thinking through the secondary consequences can result in harmful consequences from good intentions. As an example, I just read that after a condominium collapse in Florida, the state passed a law requiring condos, specifically I think the home ownership groups, set aside funds for safety-related upkeep. Many of the condo owners are elderly and can't afford the fee. They are also having trouble selling their condos because the buyer will have to pay the fee. Good intentions, not always good results. For more on the perils of a wealth tax, I link to an article from 2019 by Greg Rosalski titled, If a wealth tax is such a good idea, why did Europe kill theirs? Most of Europe eliminated the wealth tax and he explains why. One reason it did not raise much net money. I say net because it took a lot of expense to administer. A 21-year-old private first class was arrested for allegedly leaking classified documents. Admittedly, I am a skimmer so far on this subject. But then I bet most of the folks who are talking about this subject are similar to me. A few points. 
He seemed to have used the ingenious spy method of shoving top-secret documents in his pockets, walking out, photographing them, and then returning the documents. If only we could have anticipated that method. This 21-year-old, for at least a year, had access to the most top-secret information. He seemed to have shared them with his friends on a website, a way of showing off, said don't tell anyone. The left seems to think it is significant that he is conservative, and Congressman Swalwell, who dated a Chinese spy for quite some time, complained the day after the 21-year-old was arrested that Speaker of the House McCarthy had not denounced the conservative. Side note, I'm pretty sure all conservatives want this knucklehead in prison for the rest of his life, except maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let's talk pronouns. Bradley Edward Manning, per Wikipedia, provided, quote, WikiLeaks with nearly 750,000 classified or unclassified but sensitive military and diplomatic documents, end quote. I believe this occurred when he was an enlisted person around the age of 22. Manning was sentenced to 35 years in prison. While in prison, Bradley Edward Manning transitioned to Chelsea Manning at government expense, and President Obama commuted her sentence to time served, which was seven years. Am I suggesting this is a trans issue? Nope. I do think the media coverage of the Manning leak focused on the troubled nature of Manning, while the press will try to spin the private first class leak, I'm trying not to use his name, as a problem with conservatives. Note, he may just be a gender transition surgery away from getting a pardon. Now for some thoughts, or should I say views. Both Manning and the private first class were knuckleheads. Manning may have been worse since er clearly Manning's intent was to broadly distribute the information. And note, I'm saying Manning's name because it's widely known. I'm not clear exactly what information was leaked, but I'm guessing people will die because of these leaks. People in Russia or China who are United States assets. We will have trouble recruiting new assets. And those countries will know their codes had been broken and we will no longer receive solid intelligence. And our allies will be less likely to share information with us because we suck at handling it. Let me repeat, people will die. While I blame those two and am very comfortable with housing them rent-free at Leavenworth Prison for many years, they are not truly the ones I blame. How on earth could we give access to all this information to 20-year-old kids? They are by definition knuckleheads. And regardless of their age, how on earth could the information be guarded so cavalierly? If a Republican were president, then this fat fiasco would be laid at his feet. Since a Democrat is president, I guess it should be laid at his feet. But it won't. The compliant and biased press will protect Biden and act like Fox News is partisan in their attacks on him. Which they are. I may surprise some of you, but I don't blame Biden. For several reasons. One, systems take a long time to be put in place. I doubt the situation was any better during the Trump administration. I'm fine with bipartisan blame. Blaming one party on something like this contributes nothing. Two, way too many people have access to this information. That has been true for years. Three, document control must suck, both with physical paper and electronic files. Four, I'm guessing protecting classified information is not a priority. To flail a dead horse, it was clear that Hillary Clinton was using a private server for government emails, and that included classified information.
clear even to President Obama as he saw her email address and had to know it was not a .gov email. I should add, classified information should not have been sent with that email system either. And we know she would email classified information to her aide, Uma Abedin, to print files, which Abedin would sometimes do on her home computer, used by her husband who frequently visited porn sites. Might have an infection on that computer. This is where I'm probably supposed to offer solutions. Sometimes I think the solution is to do your job and not be stupid. I feel that way now. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.